1999. These are the files of Kent, the key environmental, non-judgmental task force. Director of Operations, Professor Nebulous. You are now accessing Hollow File 013, codename The Girl with the Liquid Face. Team, by the miracle of Transmet, we've travelled from Kent to a secret location in the centre of the non-specific ocean. Ooh, are we on Easter Island? No, Paula. The Christmas Islands? No, Rory. This is Pancake Day Island. Nimbrals. Ah, Sir Ronald Rowlands. What kept you? Travel by Transmet is highly complex, sir. Our bodies were reduced to billions of molecules, transported here via Zeta Wave, then instantly reassembled. Unfortunately, due to engineering works, a portion of our journey was by special bus. I take it the delegates are in the conference room? Yes. The only non-attendee is Aqualina, Water Queen of Atlantis. Oh, shame. All Hail magazine voted her Earth's sexiest liquid celebrity. She's so glamorous and rich and soggy. But this summit was arranged for the Atlanteans' benefit. There's the proposed ban on harmful detergents, uh, ramp access for H2O-based life forms, still and sparkling water in every room. The delegates aren't happy about being kept waiting, so they could be sit-offish, maybe even stand-offish. Oh, the professor can charm the bark off the trees, Sir Ronald. Or my hypno-ray could get their attention. No, Rory. I don't want to resort to the hypno-ray. You can't wait to resort to the hypno-ray. Switch that off! (laughs) Greetings, fellow delegates. I'm sure you'll all accept my humble apologies for my late arrival. Goodo. So, now that's all smoothed over, who would like to kick off this lively, good-natured debate? The, uh, the representative of the silent minority? Surely you're in the mood for a good natter. Well then, uh, how about the delegate from Animosity International? Resentment Module 1? You're in danger of losing them, Neblos. Haven't encountered such a chilly response since those frozen snow creatures blanked me on Ice Planet Zero at the Winter Olympics during that cold snap. I must get their attention. Why not disrobe and do a sensuous dance? I could join in. Or I could set my hypno-rate a maximum beguile. Wait! They're completely motionless. Almost too completely motionless. And their robes are soaking wet. What in the hell? Flesh bloated and wrinkled with moisture. If you ask me, and I suggest you do, these delegates drowned to death. But surely it's impossible to drown in a bone-dry room. Is it? We know humans can drown in as little as two inches of water. Is it so far-fetched to imagine we can drown in no water at all? But how could this happen, Nimroth? I think we're all asking the wrong thing. The real question isn't how did they drown, it's why did they drown. And more importantly, how. Professor Nebulous and Operative Paula Breeze have just entered Kent. Thank you, Gemini! Get me the latest report from the Eco Summit! I am obeying. Some sources are suggesting the delegates were killed by assassins from Atlantis. Hiya, Harry! Hello, me old mucker. I trust Kent has been peaceful in my absence. My agony has continued. Washing machines three and eight malfunction, and I had to reconfigure the main tumble dryer! Uh, Gemini, prepare the Kent submarine, please. I am obeying. 
You mean... Yes, Harry. Stand by for action. It's time to launch Bling Ray. Anything could happen in the next half hour. But probably won't, as it takes more like ten hours to get there. No, 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 Quagmore! Your Majesty, I insist you listen to me. Obey, I remind you, I am Queen of Atlantis. And as my advisor, your job is to advise, not to insist. That was my sister's job before I executed her for being overly insistent. You must reconsider. Please attend the eco-summit. No! According to my informant, the surface dwellers are preparing to declare war on Atlantis. Just who is this informant? A human who is sympathetic to our wet ways. Oh, now you shall meet him yourself. Presenting Dr. Joseph Clinch. Greetings, your moist royal highness. Clinch. What news from the surface? The human's war machine gears up for war as only a war machine can. Even as we speak, the scientists are developing ever more terrifying weapons to deploy against Atlantis. Depth charges, shallow charges, a bubble bath which attacks the central nervous system. They call it decimating. Preposterous! The humans have always been friendly, and their bubble bath benign. You must be advisor Quagbore. The Queen's told me so much about you, I feel as if I'm bored already. Your Majesty, an unauthorized submarine has just entered Atlantean water space. Ah, you see, Quagbore, it begins. So, Clench, who do you think pilots this vessel? I wonder. I wonder. To death. I don't understand it, Professor. According to this ancient map, we should be in sight of Atlantis. Honestly, Harry, I wish you'd brought the new map. This ancient one's terribly out of date. Submarine travel makes me nauseous. And that's bad for my agony. Oh, you'll soon get your sea legs. Oh, sorry. Unfortunate turn of phrase. Mind you, uh, balance isn't really a leg-based phenomenon at all, you know. It's actually the inner ear, which... uh, Do you have the luxury of an inner ear? Indeed I do! How marvellous. Well, I'm sure... But during that terrible accident, when you destroyed the Isle of Wight, my inner ear was propelled outside. It's here. See? Just below my neck mouth. Oh, yes. So it is. Handy. Hello, Professor. Do you like my one-piece bikini? Uh, It's a super, Paula, but I'll... I'll have to insist you wear a second piece on your bottom half. Only if you promise to help me build a sandcastle. Paula, this is the top secret mission, not some family outing. Are we nearly there yet? No. I'm beginning to think locating Atlantis will take some kind of miracle. An eerie miracle at that. Paula. Paula. What was that? What was what? Didn't you hear my name being chanted by a spectral voice? With a weird effect on it. I think you're experiencing what psychiatrists call the bendies. Take control of the submarine. I shall guide you to Atlantis. Must return upstream. I didn't know Paula could pilot Bling Ray! She can't. She doesn't even know how to ride a bike. In fact, she's the only person I know who takes refresher courses in walking. Wait... She's being controlled by an invisible vibrating mind beam. It's the only rational explanation. Look! Through that porthole! (sighs) A fabulous coral city under a huge glass dome. It can only be Atlantis. What's that sign say? The lost city of Sheffield. 
welcomes careful floaters Atlantis six miles further on. Right, Sir Ronald. The fresh batch of delegates should be transmatting in any time now. Remember, Mr Lawson, we must make them feel relaxed and very, very important. I know. I placed a complimentary mint on their chairs. Ooh, and I removed the corpses of the previous delegates. These little things make all the difference. Ah, look. Cubicle free. Good day, dear. I am Angus McSpreader, Tsar of the Orkneys. Welcome, Tsar. I guarantee your visit will be an enjoyable one. Especially if you like mints and an absence of corpses. Quick, Lawson. Cubicle nine. <laughs> Greetings, Robopope. Bonjourno. The Palace of Atlantis, eh? Such lavish decorations. I wouldn't like to foot the bill for this, Lord Harry, would you? Obviously not! Sorry. Uh, are you all right there, Paula? Must return upstream. I haven't seen it like this since you came back from that visit to Arndale World. Halt! Who would call upon Queen Aquilina? My business card. For amazing deals on dry cleaning. The other side. Sorry. It was cheaper to get double-sided ones done. There, see? Kent. Eco-troubleshooters. We don't want any trouble here. All shooting. And I don't know what eco is, but we don't want any of that either. Just announce us, you clodpole. Presenting Professor Nebulus. Why, good evening, Professor. Greetings, your moist royal highness. Allow me to introduce my colleagues. The gentleman in the hover chair is Harry Hayes. Honoured to meet you, ma'am. My agony notwithstanding. And this is Miss Paula Breeze. Must return upstream. I'm afraid Paula has slipped into some kind of trance or lively coma. Guards, take Miss Breeze to my chambers to recuperate. Certainly. This way, miss. Must return upstream. Your Majesty, we come from a place known only as Kent... Our submarine has travelled thousands of miles, many of them underwater. I was seasick! I threw up into a bucket! When it got full, I used three egg cups! Quite. We undertook this arduous and dangerous journey to convince you to attend the eco-summit. Then you have had a wasted, arduous and dangerous journey. Now perhaps you'd like to take your leave. I'm sorry, Your Majesty, but my leave is going nowhere. Enter... Good evening, Cragborn. Working late in your office, I see. That's right, Clench. I'm putting an urgent message to the eco-summit in this bottle. With luck, it should get there in a decade or so. I'm afraid even a guaranteed next-year delivery bottle can't save you now. You see, I've come to wipe you out. Huh? We Atlanteans are water-based life forms. That gun is useless. Wrong again. This is, in fact, a gun-shaped sponge. And when I say wipe you out, I mean wipe you up. No, Lynch. No! Keep that sponge away from me! I do so enjoy mopping up the opposition. So you see, Professor, my liquid subjects have nothing but contempt for all surface dwellers. That can't be the opinion of all Atlantis. Surely there are liberal wets as well as hardline wets. There is one amongst us who trusts the humans. Quagbore, my advisor. And where is this enlightened chap? The last time I saw Quagbore, he was absorbed by something in his office. But preservers! Dr. Kletch. As I anticipated, I am completely taken aback. Good, Nebulous, because a back is where you belong. 
This man is known to you. Indeed he is. Nebulus is the architect of the human battle plan, Your Majesty. He is notorious for his warlike ways. Warlike ways? Nonsense! We ought to launch a missile at you! Uh, Honestly, Your Majesty, we are gentle and placid, like everyone from Kent. But surely, Nebulus, you don't deny it was you who reduced the Isle of Wight to dust. That that was a tragic mistake. Uh, Not not a day goes by when I don't regret my error. Uh, Except for St. Amnesia's Day, obviously. Guards, seize him! Take your liquid hands off me. You're making damn patches on my suit. As an enemy of Atlantis, there's only one place for you. The Abyss. Wait, wait. You must believe me, Your Majesty. I am not the warmonger here. Clenches. He's engineered upwards of umpteen conflicts. The war on Terrapins. The, the, the battle between the Rhytoids and the Rongulans. That was one of his. And if it wasn't for Clench, the hundred nanosecond war would have been over in half the time. He lies, Your Majesty, so as to weasel out of his face like some destiny-dodging weasel of deceit. Guards! Haul him into the abyss! You can't send him down there alone! Quite right, Harry. You'd better join him. Join him to death! Ah! Hello, Paula. I trust you've finished your trance. Yes, thank you, Your Majesty. Your chambers are so luxurious. I've never seen a five-poster bed before. Do all Atlanteans live like this? Oh, no, no. As Queen, I consider it my duty to be a shade flashy. Look at this walk-in wardrobe. It must go back ten yards. It's actually a run-in wardrobe. Please take any dress you desire. But listen... There is something I must tell you. When I was about your age, I fell madly in love with a human. A sailor called Donnie. But our law forbids relations betwixt liquid life forms and flesh beings. And when father found out, he had Donnie hurled into the abyss. I was heartbroken. And a few months later, I spawned a little hybrid daughter. Fearing for her life, I sent her away to the surface world. With that little girl... Was you? I... I... I can hardly take it in. You're seriously telling me that I, Paula Breeze, can have any dress I want? Yes, yes, but did you hear what I said after that? Yes. No. What? You are a human-Atlantean hybrid. Look at your feet. There's a web between each toe. I'd always assume that was skin-coloured dirt. In time. You shall take your rightful place as Queen of Atlantis. I see. Right. Wow. Wow. But I can still take one of these dresses, yeah? You know, I'd almost pronounce this the deepest abyss in all existence had I not visited Planet Jartek and tumbled into their bottomless pit. Now that's deep. I'd be there still if I hadn't spotted that infinite stepladder. I'm scared! It's so dark, I can't see my lack of a hand in front of my lack of a face! Fear not, Harry. I just happened to have brought my trusty sonic candelabra. Look, Professor! It's incredible! Good God. 
Not a trace of water down here, and yet there's fish and marine life swimming all around us in the air. Look, airborne cod and scampi. And there's my favourite, clownfish! What? Clownfish! 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 I'm not a clown. clown. It's time to pack up all your things, son. Aye, the circus is moving on today. Oh, not again. I've just settled into the school here, and the teachers see my genius as a positive thing. Aye, don't let your education distract you from your clowning around. But but they've made me president of the Science Society and, and dean of the Under-11 Stem Cell Research Club. I'll pack up your tin whistle, your big baggy trousers, and your custard. Give your mother a hand, lad. There's a good clown. Oh, I shall not clown. Professor, you were wailing and drooling. I do that when I concentrate. This place is abysmal. Most abysses are abysmal. It comes with the territory. Still, there's only fish down here, so we should count ourselves lucky. Time for a recount? Oh, my Bod, I don't believe it. <laughs> what is it? That, Harry, is the Kraken. Part octopus, part squid, partial to eating humans. This isn't something I say very often, but we are already dead. Well, I was going to use my hover chair to hover up, up and away. I suppose you could cling on to the side. Oh, thank you, Harry, thank you, thank you, thank you. Up we go! Faster, Harry! It's gaining on us! I can't thank you enough for this gorgeous dress. Who'd have thought taffeta and salmon scales would work so well together? Oh, it's the least I can do to make up for sending you to that orphanage. (gasps) Of course! It was an orphanage! So I don't really have 45 brothers and sisters? Uh, No. And my parents weren't nuns? No, Paula. You are a unique being. Half human, half Atlantean. This explains so much. Especially this thing I get when I'm angry. My whole head turns into a seething ball of water. Uh, Come into the throne room. After all, that is where your future lies. Good evening, lady. (gasps) Dr. Clinch! Hold hard, men. Your Majesty, why don't we pop Paula into that abyss of yours? How could I condemn my own daughter to certain death? It's called tough. Your daughter? What, her? I don't believe it. It's Bob's honest truth, Clinch. Heir to the throne in the area. So, uh, tell me, Doctor, what are you doing sitting on my throne? No, I'm merely hacking into your security system. Entire fleet of Atlantean warheads now launched. See? Nothing to worry about. Launched? Launched where? At the Eco Summit, of course, on Pancake Day Island. No! Yes! With one strike, all the enemies of Atlantis shall be destroyed. It's a foolproof plan. Foolproof. To death! Greetings, Eco Summit delegates. Will you please welcome, all the way from Kent... Mr. Rory Lawson. Yeah, hi. A recent eco-survey concluded that since the withering, the two greatest threats to human life are, one, 
the unchecked pollution of the Earth's oceans, and two, a giant Japanese robot lizard who breathes lightning and eats buses. Now, fortunately, Dragonaki has now settled down on Monster Island to raise a family. So that just leaves the problem of the mucky water. Gentlemen, what we are proposing is a total ban on the use of all harmful detergents. The Cyber Vatican has excommunicated all detergents. Aye, and the Orkneys banned those bubbly nuisances years back. Nobody cares more about human life than the U.S., Detergent users receive the death penalty in all 94 states. Oh, uh, huh, right. <laughs> well, I, 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 I am impressed, because the Kent laundrette uses masses of detergent every day. I mean, gallons of this stuff. You should see it just oh. glugging away down the drain there. Oh. Um, of course, it's, it's all that uh, eco-friendly stuff that dolphins like drinking. You fool! Eco-friendly detergents cause the most damage of all. <laughs> Saved by the bell. Ooh, no, hang on. If you bomb the summit, you'll kill masses of innocent people. That's tantamount to murder. Stuff happens. Forget the humans, darling. You must prepare to meet your husband-to-be. Husband-to-be what? <gasps> Married to? Liquid warrior Judak. He's handsome, young and wet behind the ears. In fact, he's wet everywhere. I don't care how sodden he is. I'm going to marry Professor Nebulous. I forbid it. Humans are the enemy. And what about your beloved Donny? Was he the enemy? Donny? But Donny... Donny was... Missiles will destroy Eco Summit in five minutes. Hey, where is the Professor? Nebulous was hurled into a limitless chasm of inexorable doom. So when do you think he'll be back? I'm sorry, Paula. You won't be hearing from the Professor again. Don't be so sure. He's a very resourceful man. It's just possible he'll send a postcard. What's that knocking noise? Could it be knocking? <gasps> it's coming from the abyss. Guards, open the gates! Professor! Hello, Paula. Got you this amusing postcard. Didn't have time to post it, but there you go. Having a cracking time. And there's a cartoon of a kraken. <laughs> Inside, I shall laugh forever. You just keep turning up, don't you, Nebulous? Like a bad credit bar. Well, make no mistake about it, Clench. I'm going to bounce you like a bad check. You invested in evil, but the market bought good, didn't it? And now you're overdrawn at the Liberty Bank. A final demand has just tumbled through your letterbox. You bend down to retrieve it from the threadbare doormat. I I'm drifting. Clench, I'm placing you under Kent arrest. How? You have no jurisdiction here, no weapons, nothing. Whereas I have Queen Aqualina. Help! He's got a sponge shaped like a gun. Come on, Clench, act your IQ size. Back, Nebulous, unless you want me to mop her brow. Leave my mother alone. Your mother? Paula, are you sure that's hysterically accurate? It's true. Remember how when I get angry, my head turns into a ball of boiling water? Your seething liquid face thing. I knew that couldn't be just a wheat allergy. The Queen and I must away to my midget submarine equipped with dwarf torpedoes and pixie breathing apparatus. But there's still one thing I do not understand. How I escaped the cruel, cold, clammy clutches of the Kraken. Exactly. Have will hover. Back, Harry! Back! Do you hear me? Yes, I do! 
Because unlike you, I have the luxury of an inner ear on my neck. So why don't you get back? Happy landings, Clinch. Oh, well done, Harry. That was some pretty fancy hovering you were doing. I've always fancied knocking a doctor over a precipice. Mother, you escaped from him. I just trickled through his arms. The crisis has passed, Paula. We have absolutely nothing to worry about now. Missiles will destroy Eco Summit in three minutes. All the delegates will soon be in their trans-mat cubicles and safely transported away from here. Good, because those missiles are going to level this place. Pancake Island will be as flat as can be. Right, um, so guys, which one's my trans-mat cubicle? Uh, sorry, laddie, there's near enough to go around fairly well. You, you can't abandon me here to die. Don't worry, I will excommunicate the missiles. Arvaterci. Sir Ronald... Surely I can share your big deluxe ermine cubicle. Protocol forbids, I'm afraid. All cabinet ministers have a chip implanted which prevents them from sharing or caring. Goodbye. Please, I'm too alive to die. I'd like to do what I can, but I'm afraid I can't. (laughs) So this is how it ends. With a bang as I whimper. (laughs) This cannot happen. Your Majesty, these missiles, are they atomic warheads? No, our weaponry is water-based. They're colonic warheads. Let me see those controls. How how do you abort them? They were designed to be used only as the final solution. There is no abort button. Oh, you wouldn't believe how often I hear that. It's a classic design fault. My built-in life support system has two abort buttons. One for normal, one for best. Let's have a peep inside this computer. I'm sure it won't be a problem. There's just jets of water in here. Rory's going to die, and not in the way he wanted. Stripped to the waist, wrestling a giant egg woman. Wait a minute. Harry, open storage unit five in your hover chair. Can't, can't do! What's in that squeezy bottle? Something which will stop that water from functioning properly. Kent detergent. Missiles aborted safely over the non-specific ocean. Genius! An absolute well-proportioned genius! Really, Paula? It's not exactly rocket science. No, wait. It is exactly rocket science, isn't it? Your Majesty, would you wish us to return home and inform Sir Ronald you will be attending the rescheduled eco-summit? I would. I had intended that Paula remain here to marry Warrior Jadak, but even a queen cannot stand in the way of true love. Paula must go with you, and I look forward to seeing you both at your wedding in Kent. What? Paula and I? Get married? Nonsense. Why, the very idea has never even vaguely entered my head. And I'm pretty damn sure it's never even entered Paula's head either. Hey, Paula. Paula? Paula, are you feeling well? Uh, it's her old boiling head thing! Professor! Professor! I rather fear you're right, Harry. So what usually happens now? Well, I have discovered that Paula can only be returned to her normal state by a kiss of life from yours truly. However, as her lips are now at boiling point, you'll excuse me if I simply... Run! Professor, wait! In Nebulous by Graham Duff, Mark Gatiss played Professor Nebulous, with special guest David Warner as Dr. Clench. Paula, Rosie Cavaliero, Rory, Graham Duff, Harry, Advisor Quagbore, and the US delegate, Paul Putmer, Sir Ronald, Graham Crowden, Gemini, Queen Aquilina and Clown Mother, Julia Dolkin, 
Robopope, Guard and Clown Father, Matthew Wolfe, Czar of the Orkneys, Nicholas Briggs. Other parts were played by the cast. Sound design and incidental music by Nicholas Briggs. Theme music by Malcolm Boyle. Nebulous is directed by Nicholas Briggs and is a baby cow production for Radio 4.